This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 146, baby. Oh yeah. And in today's show, I speak to the Hellraiser. Yes, he is back. If you don't know who he is, go back and listen to episode, I don't know, about five or six episodes ago. Um, And we speak about the benefits of getting married because anyone that follows Rock and Roll English on social media will know that I popped the question to Mrs. Rock and Roll English. So there's some rock and roll vocabulary, actually. When you pop the question, you ask someone to marry you. Um, And if you don't follow Rock and Roll English on social media, what are you doing? Facebook and Instagram, it's there, baby. Um, Anyway, so I tell the story about how I asked her to marry me. I mean, it sounds interesting, but it's actually quite a boring story. But once you get past that bit... The podcast is all good. Um, There is lots and lots and lots of rock and roll vocabulary, which is all on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. And remember, if you want a transcript to this episode on your phone that you can read whilst you listen, and if you want a podcast every day, again with a transcript, what do you do? rockandrollenglish.com slash family. Anyway, that's enough of me. Here is the conversation. I will speak to you again all at the end. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? All good, Martin. How are you doing? Always fantastic, Hellraiser. Always fantastic. Even more fantastic. Now you are back on the show. Second performance. Your first one was good. Will your second one be as good? That's the question on everybody's lips. Probably not. (laughs) That's what I always like. Give people low expectations. Okay, then nothing can go wrong. Exactly. Lower the bar. That's how I live my life. Exactly. Nice rock and roll vocabulary there. Lower the bar. Lower the standards. Um, Anyway, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? Um, with With a review. Yes. Do you think we have a review? God, please. Please. Unfortunately not. Not that I can see. Anyway, maybe there are some out there. The internet is a big place. I can't look at all of it to find them. Um, But unfortunately not. There were no reviews last time you were on either. We had a good run, about, I don't know, six or seven. And then you come back, no reviews. So okay. Sorry, guys. Is that a coincidence? I'm not sure. Um, Anyway, Hellraiser, today's show is a very interesting topic. Mm. We are talking about the benefits of getting married. Okay, how does that make you feel? Oh, very good. Yeah, makes me feel makes me feel good. Yeah, me too. I got a lot to lot to say on a subject. (laughs) Just for the record, are you married, Hillary? Just so all the listeners know, all the female listeners that are looking at you with your hair that's slowly receding. So when your hair is receding, it's when you're going bald. Yeah, and your um, all your tattoos, all the girls want you. Are you available? No, but I am <laughs> oh. not married. Sorry. Sorry Ooh, about that. So there is some hope. There is some hope then. That's what you're telling us. Of course there is. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Always. <laughs> Always. Always look on the bright side of life. Just um, d- just tell the list. Send me a message and we'll see. We'll see what happens. See how it goes. <laughs> Send the Hellraiser a message of your profile, you know, maybe a picture and we'll, we'll take it from there. Yeah, Definitely. 
Sure. Um, so I'm not sure if you've seen the news, Hilary, but um, someone we know is going to be getting married. Corporal Coma. <laughs> yeah, well, no one really cares about him, though, do they? You know, he, he's not on that much. Um, was talking about me, actually, because, yeah, oh. I've, I've finally decided to take the plunge, take the plunge, some more rock and roll vocabulary, to finally take action and ask Mrs. Rock and Roll English to marry me. She said yes, which is good news. Wow. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but I just thought I need to sort of tie her down as quickly as possible because, you know, she could be leaving me at any moment. So I want to make it as difficult as possible for her to do that. I've, I've met her and you're, you're definitely not going to do any better than, than her for sure. So you need to lock that. You need to lock that in. Exactly. Lock that in. Some nice vocabulary there as well to make sure that it definitely happens. Um, after I asked her, I asked her to sign a contract as well, just to make sure everything will be fine. Have, have um, you got a copy of that contract? Can we? <laughs> I've got a photo. I've got a few copies of it. Made a photocopy and put it in a place where there will be no fires. Just in just so it will be safe forever. There's nothing more romantic than a contract. Definitely not. Did you spray your aftershave on it? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so I know you're desperate to find out how I asked her, Hellraiser, is that right? I bet you haven't been sleeping thinking about this, have you? I've been up all weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, as I told you in a recent live that we did in the uh, Rock and Roll English family, it's not really a great story, but are any of my stories great? I haven't heard one yet, so I'm looking forward to this one. Exactly. So it's just the standard as all the other ones. The first thing to say is it's fucking stressful of like having to move secretly, like speaking on the phone to people. It's just too much for me. I, just, I was I was getting a headache. Well, I had a headache for like three solid days. <laughs> did, did she think you were having an affair because you're on the phone all the time? She knew something was up. So when you know something's up, something's a bit strange just because I was acting strange or just... Just couldn't relax, couldn't relax. It was like being 15 all over again. I just couldn't relax when I was 15 just because I was nervous about myself. <laughs> but now, luckily, you're you're much more comfortable in your own skin, aren't you? You're just uh, a vision of confidence. It's cool. Is it good? Yeah, I, I think I wasn't comfortable with my own skin when I was 15 because I had too much hair. That was the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't comfortable with my own skin. Now it's okay. I, now I've got used to it. Um, so yeah, I got the ring, picked that up, and then I was planning on asking her when we came to London, but very quickly I realised that wasn't going to be the case, just because it was too stressful. Um, mm. I, we went to her mum and dad's house because I had to, you know, do the right thing, ask her dad for permission, and for example, we were in the car, and she said, "Oh, I'm thirsty." I said, "Oh, just have some water from my bag." And then I thought, "Oh fuck, the ring's in the back." I just couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't do it anymore. So I phoned her sister. I stopped off, pretended I was doing a piss and said, look, we're doing this tonight. OK, um, so got to her mum and dad's house, had a pizza. I didn't eat any of the pizza because I was shitting myself too much. Yeah. Then her sister took um, Mrs. Rock and Roll English in the other room. And this was my moment to talk to her dad. The problem is I can't really understand what her dad says because mm. he, he mumbles. So when you mumble, you, you talk, talk like this and no one really understands. Um, so that was a bit of a nightmare. So I just sort of got the ring out and showed him. <laughs> Not sure if he thought I was asking him to marry me. 
I think there was a bit of confusion. <laughs> Did he say yes first? That would have been weird. <laughs> but I didn't get down on one knee to ask him, luckily enough. Um, it was just a bit of communication. We're just opening the ring and then him moving his head up and down. Like, yes, that's fine. And I thought, okay. Was, he on, was he on one knee at the time? <laughs> <laughs> no one was on one knee. We were sitting on a sofa. Okay, there was no... <laughs> No, no one on knees. Good. Okay. Good. And then I said to him, look, tell her I'm sick. Okay. And then I'm going out on the balcony so no one can see me. She came back into the room. She said, where's Martin? He's on the balcony. He doesn't feel, doesn't feel very well, which is quite standard for me because, you know, I never feel, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never, never feel well. It was raining, just perfect romantic <laughs> under the rain. And then uh, I said to her, you know, we're, we're simple people, aren't we? And she said, yeah, I suppose. And I said, so, if I asked you to marry me here, what would you say? And got down on one knee. I asked her of a second conditional sentence, Hilary. You can't get more romantic than that. Did you explain to her that this was a second conditional sentence as well? <laughs> yeah, I said, I've just used some really good grammar there. So you, <laughs> you have better to say, say yes. yes. <laughs> And then she said yes, and then and then that was it, and everybody lived happily ever after. Wow, that is um, that's like a fairy tale, all of that. Exactly. An embarrassing thing was that one of her best friends, um, her fella, so her fella, her boyfriend, let's say, proposed to her on the same evening. just my luck and then he did all this really romantic stuff flowers you know got the waiter to do it and stuff like this and then there was me just on the balcony so you mean he didn't pretend that he was sick after eating a pizza (laughs) and then take her out on a balcony in the rain after accidentally proposing to her father first (laughs) weird he didn't do that one, no. He went for a different option of got her flowers, made her a video and all of this kind of stuff. Made me feel a bit inadequate, but I've felt inadequate for most of my life. So Yeah, no change. No change, no change. <laughs> um, so that's how that happened. So now I've got all the good bits to look forward to of the benefits of marriage. So I've got a few benefits here. Okay. So I did a bit of research, just typed into Google, benefits of getting married. The first one was tax benefits. So oh, pure romance. <laughs> awesome. Exactly. I should have actually said that to her after when I asked her because, you know, she had to think a few seconds. I should have just said, just think about those tax benefits that we're going to get, hey? Baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She would have loved that. There were some other strange ones as well on there. Go on. One of them, for example, was it will be easier to visit like your spouse in hospital. So your spouse, that's the word for like husband or wife. Um, Because, you know, when you're someone's husband or wife, it's easier to visit them because you say I'm their husband. Again, not really what I was thinking of when um, I asked her. Pretty relevant for you, though. You're sick quite a lot. (laughs) So she can look forward to visiting you in uh, the hospital for various colds, flus, bacterial infections for the rest of her life. And she can get in easier now they're married. So... Cool. Exactly. She can just go straight in there now. Yeah. So just wave I, that I wave that for, ring. <laughs> <laughs> I did this for her just so just to make her life easier to visit me in hospital. Um, another benefit, I think this is for the for the women. It says you'll have someone to kill spiders for you twenty four seven. 
Um, I've already mm. told her if she thinks I'm going to be killing spiders, she's got another thing coming. Okay, so some rock and roll vocabulary. She's got another thing coming. She's wrong, basically. Is she good with uh, dogs? Because you know, in, on the reverse, where you have someone to look out, look out for you when dogs attack you. <laughs> good point. Didn't think about that. Yeah, she can protect me from dogs. I'll make sure when we do our wedding vows. So the vows are like the promises that she mentions. You know. I, I will love you in sickness and in health, and I will protect you from dogs for the rest of your life. You should probably put a disclaimer and all small animals. <laughs> yeah, just all all animals in yeah. general, really. Make that clear. Um, yeah. Speaking of dogs, um, she's got a little dog, and um, really? well, her her mum and dad have. Okay. No, it's not it doesn't live with us. And she was saying, oh, we should get the dog to carry the rings for on the day. And I was saying, eh, it's, a, it's an idea. It's <laughs> not an idea that we're going to do. But, you know, it's an idea. All ideas are good ideas. Yeah, we'll think about it later. Exactly. That would be nice, though. That would be nice. It's a nice touch. Well, I could imagine going to get the ring and the dog biting my hand. So uh, that, that's definitely not going to happen. Hilarious. Hilarious indeed. Um, the next one is very interesting. Um, it talks about sex because it says God gave us sex drives. Okay. And his design for sex was sex in marriage. Okay. So this bit all sounds really good. Um, and then there was a study and they said that only 20% of women had good sex on their wedding nights. But after like 16 years, 16 to 20 years, apparently, is when the sex gets really good. So that's what I told her. I said, look, I know sex with me isn't very good at the moment, but just wait 16 to 20 years and everything will be fantastic. And it might be OK. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Again, setting the bar low. Yeah. I don't want... I don't want to give her high expectations. Just say, look, you only have to wait 16 to 20 years and then sex might be okay. What more do you want? <laughs> and then we might do it with the light on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, another one, a strange one, um, is lower risk of sexually transmitted diseases. Um, because when you're married, you stay with the same person, so you're not... It's a bit more difficult, I suppose, to get sexually transmitted diseases. I, though, I sort of disagree with that because when I was single, I wasn't having any sex. So <laughs> there was no chance of getting sexually transmitted diseases then. Right. Well, that that's the only way you can really be sure, isn't it? Celibacy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when you're celibate, it's when you don't have sex. Happened to me for a long time. Priests sometimes do it or... People that are very hairy also do it. So you're kind not of not out of choice. You're kind of involuntarily celibate. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, again, though, I was thinking: is that a reason to get married? Is that a benefit? Is, are people really thinking, "Oh, brilliant! I'll get married because lower risk of sexually transmitted diseases and lower taxes." So, not really. You know, it's not really what they say in those wedding courses, is it? I don't think that's what priests advocate for. Uh, I don't know. Speaking of those wedding courses, though, I'm very much looking forward to doing mine. That's going to be f fun, fun, fun. <laughs> How long is the course? Uh, I don't know, but I know it's at nine o'clock at night after a full day's work. 
in another language. So that is going to be great. You could, could you not do a live a live stream from there with the priest? Okay, uh, a Facebook live. That would be nice. We 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 could all ask him questions. Uh, sure. I think it would be nice for viewer, viewers to be included. Um, I might ask him if he wants to do a podcast, see what he thinks about that. Bring my microphone along. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what he says. Um, to be confirmed, as they say. Um, cool. So another benefit is there is less chance of developing depression, Okay, which I'm very happy about because... You're on the verge. You're on the verge on all the, the verge. time. <laughs> You're on the brink. All, all the time. <laughs> Some nice rock and roll vocabulary there. You're on the verge. It's about to happen. On the brink. Exactly the same. You know, I've been on the brink for at least 20 years. So, right. you know, I, I'm i really hoping this is what I need to move me into the safe part, the safe zone. Okay. So I can be happy with myself. These are all really um, like positive reasons, aren't they? <laughs> Really positive. Another one as well is that you have a dance partner. Um, something, again, I'm not particularly looking forward to is that first dance at the wedding. Not really known for my dance moves. No, that's that's no. definitely true. Al- although I will have, I will be able to avoid the embarrassing thing, which has happened to me many times, having been to many friends' weddings, of when they do the first dance and then all the couples then start dancing and then I just sort of start grooving on my own so grooving another way to sort of say dancing i do a slow dance on my own to sort of put my arms around myself (laughs) one hand one fist in the air just turning in circles (laughs) just punching the air just how how wonderful it is Um, another one which i thought was good is that it says um marriage is a miracle which I thought, yeah, it's it. It, okay. it is a miracle. I don't think anyone ever thought I would. There would well. I don't think anyone ever thought there was a girl that would ever want to marry me. So we can call it a miracle. She did say yes, didn't she? Did she say? <laughs> I think she what, did. Anyway, did confirm I, that. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what? I don't even remember now if she, if I actually heard the words yes. yes. She's definitely wearing the ring. Maybe she feels too bad to not wear it and tell me that she doesn't really like it well i think you should probably clear that up before this <laughs> podcast airs because it could be really fucking embarrassing <laughs> uh, that could be yeah um some nice rock and roll vocabulary there to clear it up to clarify it yeah we need some clarification on that um another benefit is that you can grow together when you get married um okay. which sounds which sounds great i'm hoping grow physically as well because i've still got the same body Mm -hmm. from when i was 14 years old so if i could grow just a little bit physically that that would be great you're not going to be as tall as her (laughs) (laughs) i am definitely at least two to three centimeters taller than her get real great a bit worried about the heels because you know she could be wearing some high heels i just said look please wear flat shoes when we get married okay or i might wear some heels why don't you just put a lot of hairspray in yeah good point get some volume point. well i've it. already got that anyway wear a I've hat got quite a lot of wear a top hat <laughs> platform shoes and a top hat take yeah, it from... maybe a top hat with a rabbit in the hat <laughs> as well yeah that that'll be a really good look for for the wedding day another one 
which has kind of annoyed me this one it says um getting married makes you more attractive because once other women know that you're taken that makes you more attractive and i thought you know why now i don't need to be more attractive now all of those years when i needed to be attractive oh god you should have just worn a worn a wedding ring <laughs> oh if only i could go back now some uh, rock and roll grammar there if only i could go back go back in time i would wear a red wedding ring yeah that's a really good idea hellraiser you're welcome thanks mate and the last one last but not least is marriage makes you a better man wow <sighs> yeah can you can you imagine i'm already i'm already great so if I'm even better, like that's going to take me, whoa, Jesus, like really great. I don't know what the adjective is. Super. Superman. Super. You'll be a superman. <laughs> it's very similar to Superman. Um, so with all of these benefits, Hellraiser, of getting married, what are you thinking now? You and Mrs. Hellraiser, are you going to do the right thing? Oh, 100%. I didn't even know about those tax breaks before. So now, uh, yeah, <laughs> I might even do it over a podcast next time. Well, we'll, we'll e see. Exactly. Just make sure you don't ask her dad to marry you before. Okay. <laughs> Some advice from me. Got it. Sure. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for your time, Hellraiser. I'm sure we will see you very soon. Oh, yeah. See you guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Okay, so that was me and the Hellraiser speaking about the benefits of getting married. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Um, I said I popped the question. So remember, when you pop the question, it's when you ask someone to marry you. It means nothing else. You can only pop one question. Um, the Hellraiser said that he wants to lower the bar for expectations of his performance. So when you lower the bar, you reduce expectations. Um, I mentioned that the Hellraiser's hair is receding. When your hair is receding, it's sort of slowly moving back, leaving a space between your eyes, let's say, and your hair. Your hair is running away, let's say. That is when your hair is receding. Um, I said that I finally decided to take the plunge and ask Mrs. Rock and Roll English to marry me. So when you take the plunge, it's when you're kind of nervous about something but then you finally do it. You just jump in that swimming pool and take the plunge. I also said that I need to tie her down. So if you tie someone down, you basically stop them from leaving. You make it very difficult for them. That's what I want to do with Mrs. Rock and Roll English. Make it difficult for her to leave me. The Hellraiser also said that I need to lock that in. So to lock something in, to make sure something doesn't change, let's say, maybe a price. You see a car, for example, and you say, OK, I will give you £2,000. You lock that price in because the price can't change now. You can't go back there next time and he says 3000 why? Because you locked in that price. Um, when I was talking about when I had the ring and I was acting a bit strange, I said that Mrs. Rock and Roll English knew something was up. So if you know something's up, something is strange. Um, I then mentioned how I have difficulty understanding her dad because he mumbles. Native speakers often do this in every language. They mumble. They don't open their mouth. They just sort of talk like this. And that is mumbling. We had the word fella as well. Fella is just another word for man, basically. Very informal, but 
Very colourful, very nice, very British as well, actually. Then we also had a formal word. Oh, yes, a formal word when we were talking about when you get married, it's easier for your spouse to visit you in hospital. So that's the general word for husband or wife, because to say husband or wife is too much, isn't it? We need one word. So what do we say? Spouse. I also said um, if she thinks I'm going to start killing spiders, she's got another thing coming. A lovely term there that basically means that's not going to happen. We were talking about wedding vows as well. The wedding vows are like the promises that you make to each other in church. And we also had the word celibacy. So when you're celibate, that's when you don't have sex. A problem I suffered from for a long time, but luckily those days are behind me. Um, the Hellraiser said, I'm on the verge and I'm on the brink of depression. Both of them are the same. It's about to happen. You're really close to it, but you're not quite there yet. We had the term clear something up when we weren't sure if she said yes. And the Hellraiser said, you need to clear that up. I have cleared it up and she definitely did say yes. So thank God. God for that. Anyway, remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Go there, find it, use it. And if you want the transcript to this episode and lots more transcripts, podcasts and lots of other things, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.